Hey, welcome back to our show, What Makes the Heartbeat. My name is Katie. Hey guys, I'm Mariah. And we are so happy to welcome you back to episode number five. We did it, Mariah. We have a whole handful of episodes <laughs> now. Um, today we were kind of like, oh my God, what are we even going to talk about? And we did some brainstorming and we were going back and forth. And one of the big things that came up is Facebook anxiety. <laughs> the whole screen shook when you said that. <laughs> I know, it's because the computer's on my knees. So I was like, ah, if only they could see us too. Maybe that'll be in the production soon. That would be, I think I would be so nervous for that one I don't know how I'm gonna do live like like live tv anxiety it's kind of the same thing as Facebook anxiety yeah but in person I feel like I have this more this bigger need to perform it's something that I have to work on to not worry about so much but I think just talking without anybody seeing my face I feel more comfortable isn't that weird you know, I think it's a little weird, <laughs> but I also, I think because I come from a background of YouTube shows and having the video always be a part of it, I, I can see where it's harder because I think that it's, it's easier to not have to show your face, but at the same time, I think it's somewhat more entertaining when you have something to look at. But you're, you are such a goofball and you've always been from what it looks like, always been very comfortable, like in your skin being a goofball where I'm somebody that I enjoy being a goofball, but I don't do it in front of everybody. <laughs> like really? I only, I only like let that goofy nature come out with like people I feel like comfortable or secure with. And it's more, it's part of like what we were talking about with this Facebook anxiety. It's the same kind of concept, but it's in like, so if I feel like somebody doesn't like my goofiness, or they're not getting it. Like I'm like, ah. Yeah. So you, you think they're like <laughs> you think they're like judging you. Yeah. Or like, and it's not even. I don't feel bad about me so much as I feel like, oh, they're uncomfortable. Like I'm just gonna stop so that they're not uncomfortable anymore. <laughs> I'm okay. I like doing this, but you don't like it, so let me stop so that you're comfortable, kind of thing. Where. Does that make sense to you? It definitely makes sense, but I think a lot of times people aren't actually thinking what you think that you're afraid no. that they're thinking. You know, it's really just in your head, which is you're right. Yeah, like it's just something that you've made up. Because I think when people are being goofy and stuff, I think they're more fun, they're more free. I mean, if you're being yourself, that's great. And that's what's so scary about Facebook or, you know, I think Facebook anxiety, it's a big umbrella of things. I think there's TikTok and Instagram and you know, Twitter, all of those things are kind of underneath that umbrella of social media that we have to deal with on a daily basis now. And it's something that growing up, we didn't have. It wasn't something that we had to think about. I can't even imagine these poor children who are growing up in this world, in the 11-year-old middle school world, of having to deal with this kind of anxiety because there's just enough pressures at that age. Um, but definitely for me, I get nervous about posting too much on Facebook. Like for me, I'm like, oh, I already posted two things yesterday. I'm going to have to wait a few more days before I post this next thing. Or if I, um, 
have like a lot of like family things going on and we're on vacation, I start to feel weird about posting all of the pictures because it's almost like rubbing it in people's faces. Like, look how great my life is or, oh, look at how much fun I'm having. And, and I think a lot of it comes from my own judgments and things that I need to fix about myself, about how I view other people on Facebook and really come to terms with that. That's not okay to do that. And then maybe if we all didn't do that to each other, the world would be a much happier place. <laughs> yeah. I think you're saying everything right, right there actually. Cause because, well, because when you were saying that my brain, so I took myself off of Facebook um, I was right. Speaking of anxiety on Facebook, <laughs> the, we're literally the person, Mariah, isn't even on Facebook. I was on it all the way up until like January. I'm going to say right around New Year's, I think I took myself off. And um, I've done it before, but I took myself off for just, I needed some time to just kind of focus on me for a while and not... Um, pull out my phone and go into the, into the Facebook world of what's going on outside of my world. Um, and then, and because I did it before, because I took myself off Facebook before, it was a lot easier. So this time, around the time where I was like, oh, I could probably, you know, open it back up again. I was like, people were saying, oh, don't, it's so negative and this and that. And I just thought, well, I guess I have no desire to go on there because everybody that's on it's telling me not to go on. Um, and so I just never, I haven't gone back on. Um, and I thought about doing it really for, to promote the podcast and just to say hi to people and say, I'm still here. I'm just, but I didn't really need it anymore. I noticed that I filled that space with TikTok. Um, <laughs> I know you thought I was going with some profound thing. No, uh, no, I, um, I had TikTok prior to, uh, prior to deleting or temporarily de deleting Facebook. Um, and I, I really just had it because a friend of mine was on it and she would make videos, Elizabeth, we talked about, and she'd send them to me and I got a kick out of them. And then I tried to do them and I was like, God, this is so complex. I am, I don't <laughs> not have the time for this. Um, so I'm impressed with the people that take the time to make those because it's, it takes so much time. But, um, but then I started watching it here and there as like a little comic relief. And then I found myself like not really liking it so much, I guess, because that there's like a for you page and it basically figures out how much time you spend on certain content. I think this is my perspective and it sends you like videos similar to what it thinks you like. Um, and I would start to get like weird stuff and it's probably cause like it's the weird stuff that I would focus in on and watch like longer to be like, what, yeah. just, hap what just happened here? <laughs> and then it kept sending me weird shit and I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. So I actually stopped watching it for a little while. <laughs> Until I figured out what they were doing and I'm like, oh, okay, so don't watch the weird shit scroll and they'll send you stuff you actually want to watch. I get so much funny little clever things on there now. I love it. And there's some people that I see they're pretty popular and you could see there's a lot of haters on their channel and they're like, you're doing the same stuff over and over again or 
you know, I don't like this. And actually, I think I even said that to you. Like, there's yeah, these you were ones, telling me about somebody. Yeah, yeah. There's these fellas that I thought it was really cool, but they did the same stuff over and over again. And and I don't really care that they did. It's just not going to make me watch it more because I'm like, I think they're just doing it because they know that that's what brought people to there. Like, pay like they're they're uh, I guess you would call yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's, you know, page. if you find something that's working, and if yeah. you make, it's a lot that happens a lot. That would happen to me on YouTube. If I would talk about how you know guys had screwed me over in the past, I'd get a bunch of views, and then I would be like, you know what, I'm going to talk about this this week, and it was something different, and then I would get zero views. So it's like, yeah. oh well, I got to go back to that other thing because obviously that's what my audience wants to see. And right. You start to kind of groom yourself for that stuff. Right. And you know, it's funny that you said that you took a break and how you don't really want to undo your break because I've, it, I just graduated um, from like acting school and I was studying. So I'm only a year out of school. So for me, I'm very much always thinking about what my teachers would say. And, you know, she we has had, her master's, she has her master's folks. Let's just, <laughs> we have to make sure people know that you didn't just go to acting school. You got your master's in it. Bravo, Katie. Great job. All right. I'm not read at all right now. You're making me blush. <laughs> um, but actually, what part of our assignment would be with this one teacher we had was to actually not go on social media. Ah. And that would be part of our assignment through the course and if you could actually put it away. And, you know, if, it sucks because I wish I could just wake up in the morning and be one of those people that made my hot tea and put on some motivational meditations and sit there and just kind of have that moment of peace for myself. And instead, the first thing I do in the morning is I look at my Facebook. I mean, I look at my emails, I look at my texts, I look at my Facebook, I look at my Instagram. You know, when I'm doing my business and in the bathroom in the morning, that is my Instagram story time. And I, I start to get so enveloped in these people's lives and these are people that maybe I knew from years ago. We have mutual friends, but they're posting about their children and their lives and their businesses. And I, it gets so addicting. And I can't not see what they did today or what they did yesterday. It's pretty crazy. Um, so I, I, I really commend you for being able to walk away and to not even have that little bug to pick it back up. I remember doing that. I remember picking my phone up and checking Facebook and my email. And now because I don't do that anymore, I have 24,775 emails that I haven't known, that I Wait, haven't I've, met. I, ha I have you beat. I have you beat. I have how much? I have 59,623 oh, wow. emails. I might have deleted some, but yes, you definitely have me beat. Um, but I, so like I you know, I found my other after, before TikTok, I think, um, especially because of what was happening in the world with this virus and everything, I, I started paying attention to this, the news more often. I was reading news articles every single day. And then eventually that became enough. And I decided to stop doing that. And that's probably about the time that TikTok might've came in. And, and I would say not every day do I look at it. And if I look at it, it's usually once a day. Okay, but let I me have just a nice, look. I have a nice little bathroom break, and I go, oh yeah, like, and I just start shooting out my TikToks to people, like, not yes. ones I made, ones that I find. And I'm like, that's what I was gonna say. I literally Friday you sent me a TikTok. Oh no, Today you, you sent me, me a TikTok, 
and the another thing that we were talking about is how um I'm just one of those people <laughs> you send me the TikToks and then I just ghost you I don't because and I do look but then I just don't write anything back and um it's funny because I always thought that um, when I met Ron, so I'm not like that. I'm not a text messaging type of person. I'm like a phone call person. I'm super yeah. old school, you know, I'm an eighties child. I can't help myself. And I think one of the things that really helped Ron and I in the beginning, when we first met five years ago was he was really, he was a good text messenger. Like, you know, like when you meet somebody and they're just good at like getting the conversation going and every guy I ever dated before, I just couldn't, I don't know. I just, don't know what to write back. I would have a lot of anxiety about that. Maybe that's kind of like cross, like text message anxiety with Facebook anxiety. It's kind of the same thing. Like what uh, are they going to think about if I say this? Yeah. And Ron was so good at text messaging that it kind of, the conversation was always flowing. And then even when I would kind of get like a little dull or flat, <laughs> he would know exactly kind of how to like get it going and get it moving again. So I'm definitely grateful for him, but he definitely um, will still send me, you know, he'll be at the gym and he's listening to his jams and he'll hear like a song that reminds him of me and he'll like send it to me. And then I just like never write anything back. And he's like, really? Like there's a lot of girls out there that would love to have a guy that wants to send them a loving song and you have nothing to write back to them. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. What do I write? Like, I like it. <laughs> just, I don't know. Maybe just, just a heart, like write, send a heart and like a little bashful face, like send what you're feeling when you get it. Unless of course you're like, why the hell did he send this to me right now? Usually I just don't listen to it right away. That's the problem. And then I forget to listen to it. I'm just not good at text messaging. I'm just not a text messenger. And I'm not really like good at posting things on Facebook either. I always thought it was funny because Ronnie also would like, like to put a bunch of things on Facebook, you know, something funny, a meme here, you know, a little TV show clip or something. Oh yeah. And he would only get like one or two likes mm -hmm. on some things. And I'd be like, oh my God, you, you don't, you, are you going to take that down? Like, are you okay with that staying up? And he was like, yeah, like, who cares? And I think, you know, us as human beings, we get wrapped up into the likes and, you know, it shouldn't have to be like that. But for some reason, for me, it's, it, I think I, it brings on anxiety. Okay, guys, I admit what, it, I have Facebook anxiety. What if it is the large portion of the people that Ronnie is friends with? aren't the type of people that feel like they need to like or love or make a comment. They just are like, Oh, that was great. And then they move on. What if that like for him, like his newsfeed, his friend list, those are the people that he ended up like friending. Whereas there's other people, maybe that, maybe you feel like that's in your friends list. You know, everybody's like liking everything. So you feel like you have to like it. Um, I know if I only got like a couple likes, I think I would feel similar to you where I would still send it out there. But if I felt like I was super repetitive on something and maybe like people didn't find it funny that happened to follow me or like happened to notice the stuff that I post, then I probably, maybe I wouldn't put it out there because I'd be like, eh, they're not going to be that interested. I'm not going to send it. But I wouldn't be like, 
if I really thought it was funny, I don't think I would care. I'd be like, I think this is hilarious. Somebody has to find, I don't even care if it's one person, somebody laugh with me. Like, that's that's exactly, that's exactly his, his way of thinking, which is probably a really, really good way. And I think that, you know, there is some reflecting that I even need to do. I think a lot of the anxiety comes from, you know, maybe the own, my own judgments that I have on other people, you know, people that are constantly putting their lives out there and, you know, putting, oh, this is my family. Like, we're so great. We're so this. And, you know, which it, it in turn, my judgments on them, it makes me scared to put my own things up and to let people know what's going on in my life. Because when you, you know, when you're on vacation, you're having a really great time and there's so much going on in those moments. Mm-hmm. And then the weeks in between, you know, you have to fill those. You, you feel like you have to always keep up with the last post like my life is so great like look at look at what I'm doing now like look at I never felt that way I don't feel that way either but at the same time it makes me scared to post things because will I have to fill in all the whole like if I'm somebody that posts every single day about my family and then I have like three weeks where I didn't post anything does it look like to people like I don't have anything going on at that time I, well, for me, so as somebody viewing your page, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that. Um, I think there, maybe there's people out there that would, and I'd love to like hear that. Like, I'd love to hear another person's perspective if they thought like, oh, what's going on with so-and-so. But if I didn't see anything from you, I'd probably just think, Oh, like she's, I'll see, like whenever you post, I'll see your post. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's part of like what we were talking about is in the very beginning, we were talking about what we think people's people are thinking about, right? Like, weren't we saying this? Like if I were on a video, like I'd be worried, like I have to perform or like, or I'd, or I'd feel like if I was being goofy, you know, we were talking about that. So same thing there. Like they might, like I'm somebody who would not, if I didn't see you, if anything, I might check in to say like, hey, are you okay? Like, are you doing all right? Just to make sure you're okay. But not like, haven't, I haven't seen your post. Where's your daily fancy update on what's going on? I want to see your new MC Hammer pants, Katie. I guess, all right, so hear me out. So like when I'm doing my, my duties in the morning on, in the bathroom and I'm checking my Instagram stories. Ooh, you have morning duties? you know duty I don't have those morning duties you do them at night maybe midday (laughs) okay TMI honey TMI (laughs) you're the one that started it all right all right fine so going back to that uh now I'm gonna forget what I was saying so um so the Instagram stories these people's lives that I watch on these stories I get so enveloped into their lives and what they're doing that it is odd if they're not on for a few weeks. Like, like um, let's say Kylie Jenner, for example. Oh, okay. All right. Like a celebrity. I'm using an example where everybody can relate to, but this, okay. this is, so if she is on and she's kind of showcasing this and I'm on vacation and I'm doing that, and then they just have a flat line, you're like, what? 
me as a viewer, I'm like, what are you doing? Where, what happened to you? What, you, don't, you didn't buy any new fancy purses this week? Like you don't, nobody sent you flowers this week? You don't have anything to show off? It's just, by her not posting, it looks like there's just like a drop in their lives. It's actually impeding me from posting about myself. Because is it a worry about followers or people staying involved with you or not involved with you? No. Because I think with like a Kylie Jenner person, like, okay, so they, you know, their whole lives is based around like people watching them. So that's different. I think with this, for instance, this podcast that we started as like a something fun, a learning tool for us, also hoping that people can take like something for themselves out of it. But I'm sure there's going to be a point where it shifts and then there's like this demand to make sure that we keep putting something new out there. And I'm sure there's going to be an anxiety that follows in line with that um, for sure. But right now, like I'm hoping to keep that anxiety at bay and just to keep it going and not stress so much because it makes it a lot more fun. Dude, you, you just said it so well because it's always trying to top, you know, with a YouTube video or a TikTok video, trying to top the last thing that you just posted, trying to keep people involved, trying to keep people wanting to come back and see more. And when you're on Facebook and you're really posting about your family and your real life and it's not entertainment, but people are still taking it in as entertainment, even though it's your family and you're being judged on your family and your daily lives rather than maybe some art that you're putting out and it's so it's this weird blend of the two worlds of your real life and what's really going on in your life um, versus like what you're deciding to put out in a podcast or deciding to put out yeah. um, in a video or a movie or whatever your art or whatever you might be doing. So in a way, those lines tend to get blended and maybe it does have to do with my YouTube background of having that, like trying to always make sure, like if I put some, if I put a post out, I, I want people to like it. You know, I want to get like good feedback and, um, and there's just, there is just this weird anxiety that follows it. And pff, you know what? I'm just gonna, I gotta go to get off Facebook. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> shut it down. Like I'm that. just, I'm just done. I'm done. I'm out of here. No, I mean, probably not yet, but I think it would be a good idea. I should do like, um, like give it up for Lent or something. <laughs> The point, the point of this whole thing um, was to talk about these social, these social media anxieties and the need to put things out. And, you know, maybe today, Katie, we don't actually solve like whatever that is for us. Maybe it was just a matter of talking about all of these different things. And, and hopefully whoever's listening, they can, I, I'm positive they can relate in some way, shape or form. And, um, there's definitely some growth I think we've you've mentioned that we can we could all take from this and yeah whether you are the person who is like I don't care what people think I post what I want on my social media and everybody can just 
you know, just give the middle finger right to their <laughs> face and not even care what they think. And then there might be some people that are listening that are like, oh my God, I have that anxiety too. I'm always so nervous when I post something. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely something to think about. It's the world that we're living in and it's always changing and we can barely keep up with all of the changes and trying to figure out what's right and what's not right. And, um, it definitely gets our hearts jumping and moving and trying to just breathe and stay with the times. If there's anything you take, just think about how social media affects you and, from my standpoint, don't ever, don't be afraid to continue to be the person that you are. I think you're going to learn from it. I think if you put stuff out there and you find like, ah, like maybe five years down the road, like, oh, why did I post that? I shouldn't have post that. You can laugh at it and then move on and you know that you're a different person now and it's okay. Like, don't worry about the people that don't like it in that moment because they're learning too. Those people are learning about themselves as well. We hope that you come back. We know this is a long one, but thanks again, guys. And thanks for joining us in What Makes Your Heart Beat.